I like making note of all our technical Hi, difficulties. Deepak. How am I looking? How am I looking now? Now we're perfect, too. It never ends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it never ends. <laughs> so just so you know, my mm-hmm. uh, my other one I do with Kit Fairchild has constant problems now as well. I think there's a conspiracy. <laughs> Sean, we're going all tinfoil hat on a Monday morning, I see. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know what the conspiracy is if it's to get me to buy a new phone. You know, the simple thing of mm-hmm. all of a sudden your stuff doesn't work as good and you go, oh, I should just buy a phone. That should Maybe. be like totally, that? that should be like fraudulent, right? To have a device that just stops working so that you buy a new one. You should think so. But, you know, if you look at, I don't know, when I was a kid, cars seemed to last forever. And what it was is we really just didn't drive very far. You know, okay. I mean, there's just nobody traveled, nobody drove cross country. You know, no mm-hmm. one would have ever driven 60 miles for a job. You know, I had to, I did to the airport for a really, really well paying job, and I was just aggravated every day. But it paid double what a normal job. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't I've, know any better. I've been in the car since like the ass crack of dawn. Because I had to go all the way to the right. other side of the outskirts of the city where our airport is, and then back, which took me like, oh, wow. yeah, I just got back like twenty minutes ago and had lunch, and I was like, oh crap, I need to get on this. Oh, <laughs> wow, yeah. Hey, I've I've got a good story for you for today. So, um, I, I, you know, you guys aren't there yet in India, I think, but but we are here where. Our state said we couldn't invest our state punch pension in any non-oil friendly uh, fund, which ended up costing millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars doing that uh-huh. because green funds are doing real well. Yeah. And now those board members have been fired as if it was their fault. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the pensioners have now decided, well, you know, maybe the green funds are okay, even though we're in oil here. Yeah, and like awesome. Yeah. That, they they suddenly woke up and decided not to be selfish, Sean. The world is bigger than them. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it is it's an amazing thing um to have been a lot of different places. You've been a lot of different places and see how other people view things. And you go to countries where they really and truly want to be friendly with the world because they know there's nowhere else to go. And mm-hmm. I am in a place that that is not a concern. Yeah. It's like that. It's just not. Yeah. Like that super independent, I can conquer the world, master of my own destiny type yeah. thing. <laughs> state of Texas is just as bad. <laughs> and it's weird. It's the states on the low educational spectrum um, mm-hmm. that, that that do this. And, and uh, I guess it's a way to get people ginned up or riled up or excited about, you know, whatever the home business is. We do more mm-hmm. wind energy in Oklahoma than any other state. We are already awoke. Um, what we'll do next is solar, but we'll do it real mm-hmm. low to the ground. So the wind and the tornadoes don't tear it up. I mean, we're it's it's okay to to move to something different or add other things. There's there like my sister used to sell one variety of hummus. She sells seven now. It's okay. <laughs> There's market. Does does your brother-in-law have a say in the different varieties of Thomas? 
does what's weird is I had to make them with him mm-hmm. and have him approve of them because the best one required ingredients that they don't have in their place. So they didn't do it. And that's a smoked jalapeno black bean hummus, which is excellent. Best I've ever had, but, it, but it's so different. You can't, he doesn't want all the ingredients in the same refrigerator and stuff. He's afraid it'll smell up the other stuff. And, and he's a chef. It's valid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Crazy time. How's my background look? That's just a like our background since I moved to this one. There's the other one. How about those? Nice flowers, but, huh? Yeah. Goes? Just, <laughs> <laughs> Sean, Saturday night was India versus Pakistan in the World Cup cricket. So the oh, roads wow. were empty. So I was driving around like a maniac because there was no traffic. Oh. Everybody was glued in front of their TVs. <laughs> wow. Who ended up winning? India did, dude. Good. So I, I know Ireland is in the quarterfinals of the World Cup rugby at this point, mm-hmm. which is surprising. You know, we only have 4 million people, so it's, it's smaller than half of one of your cities. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but we're violent enough to still make it that far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so evidently you and I need to quit cussing in our podcast is, is, uh, is the message I got. Weirdly enough, weirdly enough, YouTube, I don't even know what the hell the problem was because all their stuff said was <laughs> the swearing. That's all they mentioned. <laughs> but if you look at the details, Sean, it shows that for some reason we are watched in Argentina. Yeah. And because we speak political stuff, it's not allowed to be there. Wow. Yeah, it was like the weirdest rule thing that I had to go through because I was like, what is going on? Like, who the hell clicked on Argentina? (laughs) That's interesting because, you know, that's where a whole bunch of the Nazis went with Catholic passports. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Whole bunch of them. It's probably that dump I took last week on Falkland Island. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I, I guess what you and I are realizing is if they're bothering to censor us, Mm-hmm. Imagine what they're doing to real new. Okay, let's talk about that Indian writer that I said I like so much, which of course her name is uh, Arun who, Roy. I, who I said we need to. Yeah, I want to meet her before. Mm. How do I make this happen? I think when you make a trip to India. Yeah, we can make it happen. I really do. That I find her fascinating because mm-hmm. she's got a way to say really, really, really insulting things and yet be very polite. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's a it's a skill i do not have <laughs> it's like a very oh, yeah. indian it's actually a very indian thing because yeah there was someone who was telling me about how like even if it's like an indian guy who owns a gas station and someone's right. rude to him he will always have the last like the last laugh or the, <laughs> the last, last word, word. uh-huh <laughs> Wow. Like okay, well, without... Sorry, sir, please go. <laughs> but if your family <laughs> but if you die, your family will be happy. Like that kind of shit is what they say. <laughs> okay, that's awesome. That's awesome. Okay, well, without getting yourself in trouble, explain to me what the what the deal is. Because I, I literally watched two interviews and then I was so interested, I kept watching others, but I I didn't know other than I mean, other than being a really, really intelligent female. And really witty, <clears throat> you know. I, can you can you do that without getting in trouble? 
We can try. <laughs> I'll, okay. loosely, I'll loosely well, base it on something. <laughs> that's right. If we were talking about a random person that was really funny, what would what would they not what should they not be doing? To be honest with you, like um that portion of India has been like under really strong pro Hindu influence right. since um this prime minister was elected. And um they kind of ginned up the conservative Hindu right to say mm. that this is part of India and those people don't have a right to be here type thing. Oh wow. And it just gets weirder from there for the sole reason that right. it technically is like a I think it's almost like an evenly divided population when it comes to the ratio of Hindus to Muslims in that particular state. Right. Yeah, but if you claim it, it's you mm -hmm. That's what that's yeah. what that, that's that's the old British thing. God, you guys learn the, the worst part of the shit they do right there. Wow. Oh, wow. oh God. The stuff it, they like... do. You learned the worst part of the stuff <laughs> they do. <laughs> They're like friends of mine who like are now like super conservative people who post yeah. things like uh, once you have a majority, it's the majority that has the right to rule. And I'm like, yeah, but it's still a fucking democracy. <laughs> right. <laughs> The, the way that really works in real government, because I'm in a place with a conservative majority, everybody else still needs a seat at the table. They need to be heard. And you got to throw them some crumbs or they do terrible things. And what I mean by that is if they are not heard, they will figure out a way to be heard. Mm -hmm. It's much yeah. easier just to sit down and listen to them. Look, everybody has opposition everywhere. Uh, and mm -hmm. your opposition usually has a decent idea or two. Yeah. Yeah. Give them one of their ideas. I mean, there's, there's, there's no harm in that, but if they feel like they're wasting their time or you've isolated them, whew, they're going to find out a way to be heard. And usually it's coming back at the person who kept them from being heard. Yeah. Like, what was it Dan told us the other day? Even a blind squirrel can find a knot once in a way. <laughs> yeah, but, if it's a, but if it's a blind, angry squirrel attacking you because it didn't find a knot, that is what you're talking about, Sean. <laughs> so don't give them a seat. <laughs> That's awesome. That's crazy, man. The um, well, I'm trying to think of what else is going on here. We don't. We just, you know, we're in a we're in a weird phase with my with my favorite political guy to attack. Um, mm -hmm. He's gone so nationally insane uh, that it's it isn't even funny anymore. Like it's it's almost tragic. Where you go, dude? Do you need some help? I mean, as much as I want to see you fail, I'm kind of embarrassed what I'm seeing. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like that's like that weird thing where one of your friends gets like super drunk till it's like funny. Okay. And then after right. a point, you're just sitting there going like, okay, everybody in this place hates us. <laughs> Can right. you please sit yeah. down? <laughs> <laughs> I've been there before. I've been there before. I mm -hmm. I just always kind of sit here and go, I don't, I don't know um, I, I, an actual solution. So I had an ex-mayor of the city, which is only a million people. So it would count as a, as a town in India mm -hmm. instead of a city. Um, but he he literally we were talking about political parties and and he goes you know i just i just don't even know what to do with mine and i go man there's nothing to do you guys have to ride that out i, I mean they're they're not mm -hmm. going anywhere <laughs> they, <laughs> they 
they took their seat at the table. And, mm -hmm. uh, and on my side, I would say we've got a, a variety of folks that do that. And anyone that's any good or could get anywhere, they never endingly challenge them on BS. It doesn't matter. And the people mm -hmm. go, yeah, I, I got a job. I got to go back to my job. And that's why we are in this bizarre position in Washington because the same we're not sending our best and brightest was the best quote mm -hmm. I've seen oh yeah so you see we can't get money to um, anybody that's that we give money to because you can't do any business without a um, a leader and so the House of Representatives needs a leader and the party in charge is a very slim majority so it's just not happening I mean it's not yeah. I know. I did see the speaker thing again go tits up. Yeah. Well, the look, the Steve Scalise guy, I mean, he, he got shot up playing a softball game a couple of years ago. Um, mm -hmm. Some, you know, some lunatic wing wing nut, which I don't even know which side they were on. Mm -hmm. Shot a bunch of them. And if that isn't a life-changing moment, nothing is. And so yeah. he just looked at it and go, why, I, why would I want the job? These guys are holding literally our whole government hostage, about 20 people. And instead mm -hmm. of taking out the 20 people, you know, the way ours works is we have to figure out a way to get along with them. And, uh, yeah. and it's, it's proving, proving very, very difficult. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I got to tell you, when Netanyahu's government couldn't get back in or the people he was running against that kept accusing him of corruption... Um, that's how they got in this space is the things weren't working. So I, mm -hmm. I, I see it elsewhere. And, you know, it's not really a comparative. They don't have very many people by comparison to the United States and Israel. But, you know, you get that mayhem and people see an opportunity. Strong man, strong man, Bill. Mm -hmm. ah. Opportunity. That's a weird one. Yep, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Opportunists will show up any at any chance on something like that when somebody looks weak. And it isn't whether they look weak. Do they look disorganized? Do they mm -hmm. look like they aren't focused? You know, those those are weaknesses um, in management or government. For any of you yeah. watching, that's your opportunity. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you let me give you the let me give you an example. So 12 years ago, um, all of our kids were out of the house and, and Kathy decided to get formally into politics. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, I mean, as, as much as this democratic party is in disarray, you could run the, the, the democratic party within about five years, probably. Mm -hmm. And, and thank God she didn't go that route because, you know, we'd be being blamed for all of this. <laughs> but but I, I, I even said it back then, they just, we went to a meeting and it was just, there was no cohesion whatsoever. I mean, it was, mm -hmm. it was interesting to look back on, you know what I mean? Without being too cerebral here, you could read yeah. the room and go, no one is in charge. And the guy that thinks he's in charge is definitely not in charge. Hmm. Pretty wild. Yeah. I've been to some of those democratic meetings with you. Yes, right? you have. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you have. Uh, do you want to tell everybody about it? <laughs> no. we like brown people <laughs> i was like thank you yeah. i hope you're talking to me <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was nuts my friend that was nuts uh tell me what's going on with you guys over there beside everybody i think taking it easy this week considering that they have to pace themselves for this world cup <laughs> 
Oh God, yeah. <laughs> well, so does the whole country stop much like it does? Uh, Pretty much. Um, I would say, but America in the World Cup didn't really. We we stopped for the women, not for the men, and they and mm-hmm. the women just, you know, they're they're young, they're new, they weren't they weren't as uh, provocative as the old group who were beautiful and just tough as nails. So yeah, they'll, they'll yeah. get there. <laughs> yeah. They'll get there eventually. So I think this one had like more than, I think the viewership on these games is almost like hundred, 200 million at a time. It's really wow. weird. Dude. And how long does the game go? So this would be, a, it's called a one day international. So it's like an eight hour game. So so you, like- people watch the whole eight hours. Mm-hmm. I have a friend who goes there wow. early to basically watch the pre-match talk show and watch the toss to see who goes batting, who goes bowling. And then he just sits there till like eight o'clock at night where we have to scrape him off whatever stool he's on and chuck him out. <laughs> good for the bar business. Yeah, I was going to mm-hmm. say it's good for the bar business, but eight hours is too long for the bar business anywhere. I don't care who you are. I know. <laughs> wow. That's nuts. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Well, over here, at the uh, we're in like the stale session. Nothing's happening. Mm-hmm. Restaurant business is good. We're football is all the madness, you know. I mean, you know the yeah. routine. So we've got mm-hmm. uh, a few more weeks of just kind of boring, to be totally honest with you. <laughs> so we're gonna have to come up with subject matters to to fill like your uh, <laughs> like your guy with what was the what was the crazy guy with the tea wood tea teak teak or tea wood tea wood. Oh, it was the sandalwood. <laughs> sandalwood. It was there that you go. Documentary yeah. about beer up that we watched. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Yeah, we will come up with topics soon. Today, I'm just a little bit like out of sorts for the sole reason that when I was driving back home, I was wondering why all these people were like all petrol heads just trying to race and get ahead. No, no one here follows lane discipline. So I'm I'm like that old lady in the car just quietly driving because I you usually cousin. leave. Uh-huh. <laughs> a lot, Sean. <laughs> Luckily, there's no recording device in my car. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. That's what you need to film. (laughs) (laughs) I am going to try doing that. (laughs) Wow. That would be hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, because everybody just looks like, pretends that they're like a neurosurgeon who's late for surgery. Or the biggest fuck up in life who cannot manage a single moment of their life and terrible at time management and are late everywhere. That is how everybody drives. (laughs) (laughs) So... You know, I, I grew up in the Midwestern part of the United States and I had never driven in bad traffic. Mm-hmm. And I'd always been warned if I got to Chicago, everyone was really aggressive. And I won't lie, as a like 18-year-old kid, I liked that. But now mm-hmm. I look back and go, it was so dangerous. People would jump off the road, drive on the sidewalks and all this other stuff. I mean, it was it was literally not safe. But I don't know where they were in such a hurry to get. The place wasn't that big. Exactly. That's my same problem here. (laughs) Okay, that's pretty good. (laughs) Hey, I did get that suitcase, by the way. Now, that's which is going to sound weird to any of you. It's full of clothes, (laughs) not anything else. Jesus. (laughs) Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) Hope you enjoy the (laughs) investigators. Hope you enjoy the investigators later today. (laughs) 
<laughs> from from Argentina. <laughs> mm -hmm. Considering that Mitch is doing all of this, I need to figure out a new way to do that ad and figure out what the hell went wrong. Anybody yeah. who advertises on YouTube are welcome right. to leave comments as to what the hell is going on. <laughs> is it just becoming overall difficult or... And I, I am, I really mean this, like, um, so I can do the view if I'm doing a Facebook Live and something, literally something, every time goes wrong. And it takes two or three takes just to get going. And it used to be the easiest world you set it up and went. And for some reason, and I did have a computer expert friend of mine go, well, Sean, Siri is looking for your exact audience of what you are saying. And, mm. for so, and then he explained why, and I go, yeah, I don't even have Siri on my phone. I don't use it. And he goes, oh, you have Siri. <laughs> You're just it's not the, using it. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. That is a very so, true thing about the amount of data they collect, even when you're not using some applications. Right. Yeah. Just, um, you want to explain that to people? Oh, to be very <laughs> honest with you, the other day I left my phone beside me and I was probably yeah. tired and maybe I snowed. I woke up and the first uh, ad that I saw was for a sinus doctor to figure out oh my this God, shit. I was like, really? You mother... <laughs> wow. Now they're going to flag us for that. You got to cut that out. <laughs> yeah, I will censor that. <laughs> right. That's... Um, it's, I always find it astounding. And, and you know, it's it's really weird what we've given away. And over here, they keep trying to scare you that the Chinese are collecting information. And you go, oh, everybody is, man. That's not, it's mm -hmm. not just them. That's, that's how they you... make their money. And don't you think by now they have like a Roger a more than thick file about each American or each individual citizen in any part of the of the world? Yes, yes, mm -hmm. they do. And what I would be curious of: how many of us are exciting enough for that to even matter? I know, like some of it I mean, must be just boring. Yeah, I mean, I'm an elected official. I do a couple of different podcasts. I do a whole lot of overall political videos. I'm pretty effective on that stuff. What would interest you about me other than why the fuck, why the heck does he do that? <laughs> Sean, we're incapable of not swearing on this podcast. Just let right, it go. I, <laughs> I did try. I did try, Father. I did try. But I, but I, I would sit there literally and go, there is nothing I do that is exciting enough to follow. Like mm -hmm. I, I'm doing licensing stuff yesterday. I did more licensing stuff yesterday. <laughs> but even I, I think you would have to be running a criminal enterprise for for anyone to for one to even be interested. And maybe it's just for people to lean on you or something like that. But I, 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 I literally would go. I am too boring for that to be worth anything. I know, like, I always tell Alex that if there is, like, one assigned guy who has to listen in to keywords, every time he switches it on and hears us talking, he's probably like, oh, no, it's these assholes again. <laughs> Let me just get back to what I was doing. <laughs> they are this weird, and they don't even drink alcohol on the show. Mm -hmm. you know, and, and I could see from a, maybe a TikTok perspective, because it's two minutes long, but even yeah. on that, most of the people are idiots. Mm -hmm. I mean, the the smart people are not being hired on there to do stuff. I mean, it, it really, it's it's. Uh, I, I'm I'm I want to know long term 
what your people are looking for on that? Are you, are you trying to pinpoint the next great one or are you trying to take that guy out? You know I mean? What is the, what is from an advertising perspective? I don't really buy anything anymore. I buy stuff I for the business. Like I'm a, I'm a waste for the economy. I, I literally am a waste. I don't buy anything. Do you know, I'm the same way right now when I look at uh, a YouTube video and the ad shows up. I'm like, dude, I'm not going to buy anything. So sad. You just wasted a couple of bucks on me. <laughs> That's what I think of in my head. <laughs> me too. I don't want them to waste their money. <laughs> and, and you know, people my age generally just, we're not consumers anymore. We have, we have opinions on everything, <laughs> but we're not really consumers anymore. So I, I don't know. Um, I, even if you did a profile, I would be curious of what that said. I mean, I, I mean, there's... I it seems to be super myopic for the sole reason mm. that in the short term, it does make some sense to mm. gather all this data to market. But I mm. think it has more to do with the bottom line effect of pleasing the shareholders with profitability right now, rather than focusing on a good product that lasts over the years, mm. even in the tech space. I think right. that's what's going on with most of it, Tim. Which the second part of what you just said there is the original Japanese business management. What is our business? Where do we want to be five years from now? Where do we want to be 10 years from now? Why does our mm -hmm. reputation always matter? Because yeah. modern business, that's, that is just not the case. But it really does in the long run. It matters. It gets you, gets you through stuff. Huh. Yeah, Crazy, man. Like, I get it's so weird that everything now is just fluff. There's nothing of substance, honestly. Even if you look at the, all the big tech companies out there with like billions and billions of dollar valuation. Yeah, what do they do? Okay, so mm -hmm. we, we got into this thing the other night at war with, uh, you remember Aubrey McClendon, right? The guy that owned Chef's mm -hmm. Peak Energy. And my son got a summer job at his place, an internship. And I said, well, when you start working there, will you, will you tell me what they do for money? And his no. dad, they're in the they're in the oil business. And I go, no, that's not where the money comes from. They they do something completely and utterly different. And what it turned out to be is they were using your stock purchase money to invest in oil futures. So mm -hmm. they were doing very high risk investments with your money, and mm -hmm. but no no one really found that out on time. We knew something was wrong, but. But it, you know, because they would go to a sale of a place that had oil and pay two or three times what everyone else would pay. And, and if the regular mm -hmm. business people can't afford it, you can't afford it either. You know, one of those. Yeah. So it's um, I, I would look at a lot of tech companies on that and go, you know, how much is up front? Your, your guy, uh, Yamaswamy, that's running for president, uh -huh. turns out he had a, I think it was a cancer drug that they were trying to get through. And that's when he brought it to uh, or launched it before it was approved. It failed, but he got to walk away with money. Ah. Yeah. So, so the self-made man has done some yeah. weird shit. Not, <laughs> not so self-made evidently. But I, and I understand that's the business. Those people bought in on the opportunity if it worked. I, I totally get it. But uh, it's it's a it's a weird bet, but it was a lot of money. I got to yeah. figure out a way to do that. That's a that's a lot of money. <laughs> do you know there's like this? Uh, there's an episode of Anthony Bourdain in Jamaica, and I think he's staying at the hotel, or it used to be the mm. former house 
I think of the guy who wrote the Bond series, the James Bond oh, wow. series. And nice. he was lying in a hammock on the beach and he looks into the camera and he says, you have to do something evil to be laying like this for three months a year. A right. regular person will never be able to do this. <laughs> right. Legit. Yeah, that is a legit point right there. Yeah. What a great observation. Yeah, you have to have done something abnormal. And um, Wow. So I stayed at J. Paul Getty's guest house in Acapulco about 40 years ago. And man, whoo, crazy town. But I, I know I've talked to you about that before and the poverty around it. But the thing was, it was stunning. Yeah. Okay, same thing thought. Wow. <laughs> Speaking of those regions, a friend of mine, his company gave him like this really weird option where they were like, okay, we'll make you a director, but you have to work out of our office in Jamaica. <laughs> I'm like, wow. okay. okay. And then he starts researching and he sees the crime rate and he sees the poverty rate, which is basically all the places in between the fancy resorts that you have to live in right. and survive if yeah. you're not just a tourist there. And right. also like the exchange rate, I was like, dude, do you know that if they give you like a hundred bucks in Jamaica, you can come back to India and that'll be worth just 50. So it makes right. absolutely no sense to go there. <laughs> and this is right. not shitting on Jamaica. It's just that right. it, this company was weird enough to think that he would take that option. And I was like, yeah, wow. tell them to piss off. <laughs> and all the, all the country is known for is weed mm -hmm. and reggae. They do have yeah. good reggae and weed. But, you know, if it's a, I mean, any poor country you live in, unless you were in a nicer part of a big city, man, mm -hmm. hey, people are going to make money. They just might make it off of you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Sorry. But, but that's, but, you know, it's just the way it works. I, I got lost in New York one night at like 2 a.m. and we'd been out, God, drinking forever back in the day. And uh, people were like, man, wave, why didn't you wave down a cab? I go, there was no cabs there. You just kind of had to figure out how to how to make it through, like a little tiny mouse, how to get through the whole mm -hmm. thing. Yeah, it was nuts. It really was. It was crazy. But, you know, got through and made it out. Okay, well, I just enjoyed talking to you, my friend. So, you know. <laughs> but I do miss you over here at this point. It's an it's a interesting time. I, it, it really is, guy. I'm telling you, it's getting weird over here. It's getting weird. <laughs>